0: Welcome everybody, back to the Top Mid Podcast, presented by Antimatter Gaming. I am here, myself, EV Pulsar, with Steve.
1: How's it going?
0: Also known as?
1: Broken Air 726.
0: There we go. And joining us this week also is uh, Jake McCoach. What up? Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, one of the, he spearheads pen Halo over here in the east area. Anything you want to say?
1: Uh no. He's also a covered it. Co, he's also like a co-owner of Antimatter Gaming.
0: That's yes. Right. So he's the ins and outs of everything.
2: Yeah. My my everything fingerprints Halo. are on everything. Everything.
0: That's right. Okay. So we're gonna just start naming topics here. <laughs> Uh, first thing we want to talk about, well, I guess the theme today is, uh, esports mainly. we got a lot of esports people here, Penn Halo being one, and then Antimatter Gaming as an org. First thing we got on the list is Hector, former owner of Optic. He gets his, uh, he gets his thing back.
2: Yeah, he gets Optic Gaming back. Yeah, like that. Uh, that, that, that's been quite the tale there. I mean, so. uh going from, you know, owning the org to selling off part of it to, uh, I believe it was infinite gaming. Um, and then having it sold to immortals.
0: Uh, so obviously you guys know more about this than I do. I just literally heard about this. Like when you guys talked about it before the broadcast, before we started this, but I did have some questions about it. So like do you guys know why he sold it off in the first place because I know optic got really popular when mm. they were they were pretty much the winners back to back Halo 5 right yeah like they were yeah. the champs for so a couple of years
1: history of optic they started back at way back in cod as a um, sniping montage group um way 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 back this was a uh, which which cod was that that was like probably like 2006 2007. Oh shit. Cod That was Modern Warfare Two. Modern, yeah, probably Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare Two. Um, right around like the time Justin TV and Twitch were starting to like go, they kind of were forming and doing their own thing on the MLG boards and kind of formed a group of of people who you know were really good snipers, which then formed into the team Optic, which then started going to lands, which then started kicking everybody's ass, and just kind of took off from there. Um, so they were they were like a huge deal like they're literally like one of the first like major tier eSports orgs especially inside of Cod and, and Halo um,
0: They were spearheading you know the idea of an organi- uh, a gaming organization to begin yeah, with. yeah
1: and like and they all especially were like one of the first ones to do like major content. Um, and what ended up happening is they they I believe they kind of grew larger than what they could sustain anymore. And I mean, JJQ you might know more, but that's what I believe happened.
2: Um. So yeah, I mean, they just kept growing. Um. And as they kept growing, they went public, and Hex sold off some shares, more than he'd like to have to um, Infinite, uh, esports. Can you lost control. And yeah, that's, where, that's sort of where he lost control. They started making poor decisions, like trying to get rid of the Halo team. I mean, they did get rid of the Halo team. Uh, they wanted to get rid of the Gears of War team, which is probably the winningest uh, roster for any game. Yeah, like they literally won all of them. Like all of them. And um, yeah, it may not be for any game, but they've got like 24 straight event wins.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, literally
2: two years straight. Um wow. and then they were trying to get rid of the cod roster and then focus on League of Legends for some stupid reason.
0: Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand I why you were, would get rid of.
0: Maybe they were spreading themselves too thin. I mean, yeah, you'd think but,
1: that, except for like they were still rolling in money. Like the the, yeah. the org was still. Winning. Yeah, they were still winning most of their tournaments and most of the games that they played. They were still bringing in top tier players and top tier sponsors. They were doing you know uh, uh, content spotlights and all of these other sponsorships with all these other major like brands like uh, Corsair and HyperX and Red Bull and like so many others. And like I don't I don't know why I don't know why they they were making that decision to go to League of Legends Cause, like don't get me wrong League of, League of Legends is definitely huge over in like Asia and stuff, but for the rest yep. of the world it's
2: it's tiny it's really tiny
0: anything in life especially in business you don't want to put your eggs all in one basket
2: exactly yeah Yeah. but uh yeah no so infinite got majority control and then um you know once they cut out um you know all the other teams was just down to i think csgo and um call of duty and uh that's when franchising came up for call of duty and then uh they sold to Immortals, which is a League team. <clears throat> they specifically
1: did that because Infinite already had a League of Legends, or had a COD, didn't they already have a COD spot and a League of Legends spot? So it didn't uh, actually make sense? No, Immortals did. Oh, that's right, Immortals
2: did. Yeah, then, yeah, I think right, Infinite right. folded. Did they? Yeah. Um, right. uh, they were just mismanaging so many different orgs. I mean, you saw Allegiance fold because of yep. them. Yep. Um, Optic obviously went down. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, so Hex tried to get it back, and then um, they ended up selling to Immortals, and then he departed to Energy to form uh,
0: Chicago Huntsman. So <laughs> so he's not, he's not bringing the name back then? Well, that's, Jake and I have actually debated about that. Um,
1: I personally think he bought it because he wants the name, and not just he wants the name, I think he wants to bring it back.
0: He I just shouted out, you know, he wants to make sure he's doing the right moves, I would imagine.
2: Yeah. I It's hard to say cuz like he already moved to Huntsman, right? So like he's already moved on to NRG. Um, you know, he's a co-CEO there. Uh he's running the Chicago Huntsman. He's got his circle over there. He's got uh Hitch. He's got uh Scumpy. He's got Formal. Um, you know, um, yeah, they have the, the gears team there for a hot
0: minute with the optic name. They can double dip on games as well. Kind of like race cars do. They'll have multiple racers from the same place. That could be an, I don't know. I've never seen that actually done.
2: What I'm sort of expecting is that the huntsman's going to be co-owned by, um, NRG and optic. You think? I mean, it wouldn't be unheard of. But,
1: um, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of, especially over in like League of Legends and CS:GO, like their large orgs, lots of times are co-owned by multiple conglomerates, which then own multiple ones. And yeah, it's God, similar it's, to what we said earlier. You know, don't don't throw your eggs in mess. one basket.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you got to diversify. <laughs> but I I definitely do see um, the LA spot going up, um, <clears throat> and then if they're gonna use the optic game, they're gonna. Do it as an org and then call on it. In my opinion. <clears throat> I don't know.
1: I think. I think that. I think he's bringing it back. I don't think it's going to be immediate. I think it's probably going to be like a year, maybe two, before we see like an actual optic team. But I think we're. I think we're getting an optic team in Halo. I think we're getting an optic team in COD. I think we're getting an optic team in um,
2: CS, and I think we're getting an optic team in Gears. Well, it, it should be noted that um, <clears throat> the CDL uh, does not currently allow. Teams to use the CDL names outside of um, the CDL. So the only team that kind of gets away with it is Phase because they go by the Atlanta Phase. They have the word Atlanta in front of it.
1: So in theory, Mm -hmm. they probably could get away with it by going something like you know the Florida, the the Houston, or the Texan, the the Dallas um, uh, Optic, right? It would probably be either LA or Chicago. Well, yeah, and they probably go with Chicago Optic.
0: That would be exciting if the team started doing that. Because yeah. it could be, it could, you know, it, one, it, I think naming a team mm-hmm. if uh, geographically brings in fans from that geographical area. I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I, def, I, I definitely That's agree. I think a huge with, like,
1: pool. Philadelphia Fusion, I think they've had success here in Philly because of the fact that they put the the word philadelphia in front of it if it was just fusion no one would really care
0: yeah especially with esports like some some people don't know as much it's not as obviously it's not as popular as other you know as far as like common talk mm-hmm. but when they start putting geographical locations on there you know they, it's relatable to the people from that area
2: and yeah, i think definitely. It, it's
0: going to be like if if teams start doing that it's going to be like a a huge talking point you know for yeah. the general public so who would
1: we, would we be would be would be the philadelphia Antimatter Gaming? Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Probably, no. Mm, probably
1: not. Probably not? Who would you go for? you go for Pittsburgh?
2: Hard to say, because, I mean, you're at, you're at Pittsburgh Knights, so...
1: Nah. So what, yeah. would you go Reading then?
2: Or Harrisburg? <laughs> Where's Kenny from?
0: <laughs> Kenny's from, he's from, he's from uh, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Toronto Antimatter. He's <laughs> got people from so many different places.
2: I mean, we, we got, really do. We, we really do. It's kind of fun. Uh, you got the... The Philadelphia Warhawks already in the Pittsburgh Knights. So.
0: And that's probably because that, that's probably why people don't do geographical because they are, orgs are like a melting pot of people mm-hmm. from different places. Yep. The owners don't even have to be, you know, living like, you know, like you guys, you guys don't, you guys aren't from the same place. You and Kenny, obviously. No. But maybe that's why it hasn't happened as far as like mainstream for teams to go that route.
1: Well, I think, I think it mainly it's because if you're going to put a name in front of it, people need to be able to watch you at that. And building a stadium or playing games in a stadium is expensive. I mean, the Philadelphia oh, Fusion yeah, Stadium, true. then they spend something like $88 million or some shit like that on, on building that? Like, it was it was a lot. And uh, yeah, it's but an amazing now, stadium. But, but
0: now you guys can take advantage. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, we kind of can. That's a whole nother topic for another day, though.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah, um, good. I'm looking to see how much it is. Uh, I was 50 million. Was it 50 mil? Was it only 50 mil, or was it
1: 50 mil that the state put towards, <clears> them and then the rest? You guys, was? Have,
0: you guys have been in there already, haven't you?
1: I have No,
2: been. they haven't built it. Yet.
0: Oh, didn't they? I thought they finished it. No, I thought they did. Are you sure? 100. percent I want to see it so bad. Yeah, looking it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to. I literally have to because I need to know. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's not done yet, bastards. <laughs> uh, was it was put on hold. It was put on hold. Was it oh, really? Yeah, it was put pandemic? on hold. Yeah, put on halt due to, to due to Corona on, in September.
0: God damn it, Rona strikes again. And Rona strikes
1: <laughs> again. Damn Rona. Man. That's
0: wild. So Hector got optic back. Yep. You say hex. Is his name that's,
1: Hector?
2: Yeah, it's, it's Hector. Yeah.
0: I keep saying Hector because that's what I wrote down.
2: That's, that's yeah. what it's yeah. Haxes is, is like gamer tag. Is uh, gamer yep. tag.
0: Yep. Well, good for him. I do hope it comes back to uh, Halo at least. Speaking but of now, big works
2: in Halo. Yeah. What do you guys think about uh, Frosty coming back to the Sentinels?
1: Um I think, it's think it was
0: inevitable.
2: <laughs> Inevitably, you
1: said. I don't yeah. know. I didn't think it was. I was. I'm surprised by it, and I think the only reason it happened was because APG. Uh, no, uh, I'm not entirely sure. Did APG leave, or did they request that he leave?
2: Okay, so here is my understanding of the yeah. story. <clears throat> so, um with Call of Duty going from 5v5 down to 4v4, mm-hmm. um, Frosty oh. was dropped from the Mutineers. Okay. Um, now, it was Frosty's preference to stay in Call of Duty and stay with the Mutineers because he has three chips for the season. Yeah. that I means he won three events um, You know, in the 2019-2020 season. Um,
0: I mean, nobody else wanted to pick him up? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm sure know, someone would have, um, I mean, if I don't know, he've, he might have been dropped, but I'm sure he had options other than coming back to Halo, especially he, not when it's,
1: I think it might've been like a perfect storm type of thing. Right. Cause I think maybe he got dropped from there and APG either left or got dropped from Sentinels. And then it was kind of like a, all right, well I can go back and play with my buddy.
0: It could have been, been talks, too, beforehand. We don't know what happened behind the scenes, you know? Like, they could have been talking to Frosty already. And that's why they decided to, you know, drop uh, APG. Maybe. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Unless I, you I, really I, think he wanted to stay in COD, then that's, you know, obviously n- not the case.
2: No, I, I'm pretty confident he wanted to stay in COD. Um, because, I mean, like, Mutant Universe had even... Um, I mean, actually... Off the rip, he, he tweeted out that he was an unrestricted free agent for the 2021 CDL season. Um, and then um, he had also responded to the Mutineers, who had quoted the the announcement tweet from um, Sentinels, and the Mutineers said, "We're rooting for you, basically." And he told them to, uh, he said, "I don't fuck with you."
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> oh. Wow
2: yeah it, it, it was that seems like <laughs> a bad blood there <laughs> oh jeez
0: yeah. yeah he might have been blindsided by the whole thing
1: that probably sounds like it I mean
0: maybe they had a vote
1: <laughs> I mean, it, It's possible and I mean at the end of the day someone had to drop from the roster because like I said the cod switched from five people down to four so yeah. all of the teams that had five had to drop somebody um I
0: who was not on the team with all those drops?
1: I mean, you you could like legitimately. You could probably make like two whole new teams. Yeah, maybe almost like two and a half.
2: A, a lot of people are going to fall out of pro league for Call of Duty because of that move. You think? Yeah, and because they're not expanding the CDL, it makes it even more um, uh, complicated for them. That sucks. So, Yes, so like I, I feel like it would have been a risk for him to try to stick around in COD, considering that it's a pandemic and, um, you know they are not growing the scene. It's staying as is and cutting players.
0: And then going back to Halo, I mean, he can come back and, uh, you, I think people need to start practicing now <laughs> as teammates. Yeah. For yeah. um infinite.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, we're. We're going to have an announcement soon-ish about okay. our Halo team. Can't talk about it too much right now, but we, we, we pretty much have one on lock. Let's go.
0: Oh, man. I don't even know it.
1: Nope. don't. No <laughs> one knows it. No one knows Today, who it is. It's fine. I
0: lied because I watched you guys talk for 30 hours. Nope.
1: You don't know anything. You know nothing, <laughs> Peepsley. Oh was on. Full Star, you know nothing.
2: <laughs> you do know about it,
1: I actually. I
0: texted
2: you. Uh,
1: yeah, I you did. You totally did. <laughs> just, so you just know like about it. like
0: stringing them along.
1: But you can't say anything about it. <laughs> No, you no. fraud.
0: <laughs> Let's just say I'm in it.
1: I'm dude. I'm so in it. I'm so excited <laughs> for that. We, I I want to talk about it, but like maybe maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll be able to. Hopefully next week we'll be able to. We'll see. Bring on of fun
0: for the for those listening out there. I'm the I coach. Mean, we actually
1: could probably do that for. Well, we'll talk off off stream, but yeah, we could probably do that. Um, not next week, because next week's Jason,
2: but maybe the week after that.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And another big org getting involved in yes. Halo. I'm happy
0: How to see this 9. One.
1: Yeah. I'm really happy to see C9 back in Halo. I think it's going to mean a lot of interesting things. What
0: was the last time they were in? It was been, uh, it's
1: been two ninja and yeah, it was ninja the 2000 yeah. and whatever that was, 16, 15.
0: Ninja come Ninja did not do very well in Halo 5, did he? He did okay. Um,
1: yeah, it wasn't bad. I know he, he was, was on a Renegade, reach, C9. He was a reach kid, so. I mean, he was a Reach kid, but I mean, he did decent. But like uh, at the same time, you have to think about H5 when they're doing the HCS Pro league stuff. He you came up in Halo Three. Yeah, you had you had <laughs> optic. <laughs> no way. Like being yeah, he came up he, in Halo Three as didn't he come nah, up know, in Halo Three as like a snipe kid? Oh, I wasn't I he like it. a snipe main?
0: Nah, no, nah, nah, I, I remember just... him in Halo Three, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he he didn't really get really you know he didn't start winning till Reach, I believe.
2: I think he won like a free-for-all or something or a place That well doesn't free-for-all. count <laughs> that, that That's where they all start though Like oh, if you FFA's, look back
0: I mean yeah you yeah. got no teammates you got to do an FFA that's Which why I is went why nowhere. I'm, I'm mad That there's no more FFAs well,
2: No more so FFAs
0: been, Well I haven't theres not, there's been one I think In the last like three years He's,
1: he's right they didn't do one at St. Louis They didn't do one at Um, I think Was there one in
0: South, Southwest Southwest There was one in St. Louis though wasn't there
2: no, I'm pretty sure there wasn't. There was one at South by Southwest. I competed there, in it. There was there one in St.
0: W- Louis because I remember um what the fuck, uh what's his name? Carmen. Oh yeah, you're right. Walk back right, over right. there and we'd lose. Well, was, him.
1: Was, that, was that an H three or
0: was it an H two? I can't remember what it They had one A C as well.
1: They did have one H C at H3. I do remember that.
2: Okay, I'm talking like online. Online? Blue Team Tio just had one on Yeah, uh, yeah one like that, and, and I just oh, right.
0: I didn't get to play in it because I saw it the day of. I was mad. Well, Just I'll tell you disc.
2: what. We're gonna host a free for all with your name on it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be called the EV Pulsar FFA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halo 3 MCC EV Pulsar PC FFA.
0: Do it.
1: Brought yeah, to you to by EV Pulsar. Brought yeah. to you by yeah exactly.
0: I'll put up powered, the out, powered money. by
1: powered by EV Pulsar like power. power. By <laughs>
0: Okay, so Cloud9 comes back to Halo. Good news. Great news. It's I, interesting the timing for all this stuff happening. Well, it's it's kind of you know, the same. It's
1: pre-infinite, and yeah. I 100% know that HCS has a hand in it, right? Like HCS and Tashi and all of them are probably going into larger tier orgs and be like, listen, play infinite. Try it. Come back to Halo. There's going to be money in it. Let's get this going. And I think it's it worked with Sentinels. So they came over worked with C9 they came over mm-hmm. and because those two have come over I think you're going to see in the next probably like six to eight months a lot of others are going to also come over
0: that's exciting
1: I think FaZe will come over 100 Thieves will come over um, who think- else
0: I really hope it lasts, you know? Well, that's
1: the thing, is that's the <clears> hard part. It's like No one knows if it's going to, but I have a feeling because they're thinking like 10 years plus in the future for the length of this game, I think they're kind of going to set it up so that it does. And the way that they're going to have to do that, and Jake and I have talked about this, and this kind of will bleed into our next subject-ish, um, is they have to set up an ecosphere where you have the pro players playing the pro players, and you have an actual real amateur league where there's actual real amateur players where Talent and everything can rise to the top. Like back in the day? Like back in the day, exactly. Where the MLG leaderboards existed and all of that. Where you had everyone playing each other inside the MLG leaderboards, game battles, all that. Game
0: battles was golden.
1: Like, like they need to set up an ecosystem like that. And if they do, Halo will live on and thrive even better than it did back in 2007,
0: 2009. Yeah, because if we
1: don't, it will die.
0: I mean, I can't blame them for not putting too much attention to, you know, what's going on right now. I, mean, I can it's, it's Halo 3. <clears throat> it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Even I'm tired of it. If, and if I they, love Halo 3.
1: If they did this back during Halo 5, if they set up an ecosystem with Halo 5, yes, the game was terrible at launch. Yes, it wasn't necessarily fun, but they fixed it. It's not bad now. Jake, you're going to disagree with me, but it really is not a bad game right now. What's not? Uh, Halo, Halo 5. 5? Yeah. It's just not for me. And that's perfectly fine. But, but it is still a very good game. It is a very competitive game. And if they set up the ecosystem where you had, and they had the Pro League, they had the HCS Pro League stuff. But if they set up that, that game battle system, or if they set up some sort of TO to continually run those game battles types type leagues and things, I think Halo 5 could have seen those those high points and maybe even thrived
0: yeah, past it. They really they really concentrated on pros. And, More um, than anything, and like they need to do that. They really
1: do need to do that. Like that yep. needs to exist in its own like individual, not like bubble, but it's own like top of the tier like crowd thing. And then you need to have
0: right.
1: whether they're doing it personally or they pass it off to somebody like MLG or somebody like Pen Halo <laughs> to set up a um, uh, some sort of system where there is continual game battles and game ladders and all of those types of things. If they can do that. There will be a thriving competitive community for Halo, which with a continual thriving pool of players, and you'll see heights like we've had, like like we like we had back in Meadowlands with 200, 300, 400 plus teams signing up.
2: I don't if they don't have four hundred,
1: but Okay, yeah, we probably haven't had four hundred, but I know we've had like two or three hundred. I know it was it was I know Meadowlands was like I think three hundred and twenty or three hundred and thirty. Which really Meadowlands worries me is just they just
0: they seem to be making similar mistakes over and over again, and it's, just, um, it, it's it's disheartening. One, yeah. but I mean, what I, there's we have no power other than you know talking smack. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I mean that's all we can do.
2: I do want to say that like another Microsoft IP, Gears of War, yep. seems to have the right idea in terms of structure um, for their pro leagues. Um, they oh, actually have. So uh, so if you go to gears.gg they actually have a built-in ladder system uh, very much akin to game battles. So game battles only runs um like Activision type games now because it's owned by Activision. You know which they was a terrible out idea about the IP. Um, but like they have the framework to do something you know online something um, ongoing and they could even build it into game like yep. it, it's not unheard of. Oh, I mean, wow, Black Ops Two, Black great. Ops I'm Two had had um, fucking game battles built into the the game's UI. Like, it's not impossible to do. Especially if the lead developer is the one that ha- that runs the system, I think it's definitely possible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow, they so, should
0: really take a, a note from Gears uh, web pages. Because, yeah, that's good.
1: I think they yeah. I think they will because it's, I mean it's it's all Microsoft doing it right it's an in-house IP I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be able to either borrow some of that some of that text some of that information and and use it you know Yeah and then
2: none of that but like they can also play up where Gears fell short cuz Gears really struggled to promote it Halo I don't think has the issue of struggling to promote to like promote I mean, everyone, their shit?
1: Everyone already knows
2: Halo. Everyone already yeah. knows the, the, the e- esports scene exists. It's just, it's dying. But like, I, I, I can see where they could fuck it up in the same way. So like, they do need to stand on top of marketing it.
1: Yep.
0: <clears throat>
1: and I think, I think part of the thing that they need to do to, to continue to let it thrive and have, you know, local talent pulled and everything would be invest in grassroots, which they're kind of doing, but I think they could probably be doing more. Um, invest in grassroots and, and promote and, Highlight and elevate grassroots tournament organizers like you know, gross Truly.
0: Yeah. Let the content creators play the beta or the alpha. Maybe I mean, they,
1: they, they need to they need to create a beta. Like they legitimately, yeah, they if they want Infinite to, to be as hype and as successful as it as, as they want it to be, there has to be a beta next year. If there isn't, the game will still be successful, but not it's not going to reach like two thousand nine
0: heights. Yeah. Let's let's do a little speculation. I think yep. we should make a bet.
1: Okay, I'm down fifty bucks. I'm in.
0: Fifty, holy crap! I'm in. Fine, <coughs> <coughs> twenty. Whatever, twenty.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's too rich for your blood. Twenty. <laughs>
0: well, twenty dollars sounds better. Uh, we should. Let me write this down so we so I don't forget. Let's make a poll about when Infinite's gonna come out <laughs> next fall,
1: November 2021.
0: All right, that's far. Oh, no, don't say that, bro. Yep. Come on. Yep. Stop it. Nope. All right, hold on,
1: Steve. Give me a month. November 2021.
0: November Twenty.
1: That's okay. more than a year away. That's a year and a month and a half away. I'm not saying they're going to push Jake? it another year. You're thinking they're pushing
2: another year? I call bullshit. They're not doing that. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll say like September 14th. Uh, actually, hold on. Let, let,
1: let me... You're looking for whatever Tuesday is that month. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Why Tuesday?
1: Games notoriously come out on Tuesdays. Movies yeah. are notor- notorious released on Fridays. It's just a thing of, of um, what it is. Not. It's not 100. Yeah, percent But S-
0: S- September 14th. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yep. I was right the you're first gu- time. You're guessing a date. 2021. All right. You want me to?
1: You want me to put a date on mine? Fine. Give me a second. Yeah. Hold on.
0: I would say the 10th, because that's uh, when it was supposed to come out this year.
1: I think November fifteenth, fifteenth, yeah. or maybe sixteenth. Let's do sixteenth, 16th. sixteenth. 16th. Sorry, sixteenth, 16th. sixteenth.
0: 16th sixteenth, or... 16th, yeah. Did they ever give it like a date this year? Yeah,
1: um, it was... it was gonna launch with with the uh with the one X. So it was gonna be a launch title. Yeah. So that was November nineteenth, I think.
0: Tenth, that the Tenth,
1: is that the tenth? I don't remember, dude.
0: Nobody cares because nobody got one.
1: I mean, I'm getting one. I just I just haven't looked at Yeah, you're right. November tenth.
2: I think the only way I'm going to get actually get a console is if it makes sense to do it for
1: events. I mean, I'm still getting one for me just because I, I, I want to. I'm actually probably going to get two, to be honest. I'm probably going to get an X and an S. X for my personal play and the S for my entertainment consoles, the thing out in my living room. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing now. I have my Xbox One X in my, uh, for me and then I have my Xbox One S in the living room
2: i got my 1S in the living room, and I just yep. play everything else on PC.
1: I probably won't buy them at, at both at launch. I'm probably actually going to buy the S first and use that,
0: and then later I'll get the X. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to guess. Call me crazy here. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I don't know, because i got to think about marketing. You guys, this makes way more sense. <laughs> Here's, but they, I, yeah. I think they're going to do it summer summer so i'm thinking june that'd be true. June, june so you're thinking like e3 13. launch yeah okay When's i e three i'll do it on that date
1: uh i don't even know if they're doing an e3 next year
0: when do you guys think events will be back
1: Open. um i think the absolute earliest for events will be spring <laughs> q2 of 2021 absolute earliest but realistically i don't think I th- that events should be back until the summer at the very earliest
0: you guys
2: page. heard it here first pen halo spring 2021 no first not Steve. confirmed <laughs> not confirmed not confirmed
0: i'm
2: gonna Peepsley. say June
0: 20th 20th get on
2: get on the title of the land <laughs> 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 i mean yes yeah. do that but
0: uh, what do we call We'll just call it the Penhalo
1: Welcome Back Land.
0: <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I, don't remember what we, I remember the Autumn Assault, but I don't remember what we called the other. We, we, we did Autumn Assault, right?
1: Winterland, uh, Summer Slayer.
0: Oh, that's right. And I think that uh, was it. Yeah. Yeah, those are we the only three spread. lands we've done. It's good times. I didn't get to go to any of them.
2: Well, now you're closer. You, you're going to come to all of them.
0: Yeah. Being Honestly, the
2: like we should have you on hand for all the productions going forward. But we're probably that's, going to. It's a conversation for a different day. Um, <laughs> speaking of
1: production and Penhalo, do you want to lead into our next topic?
0: What, Penhalo? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk Penhalo. Let's yeah, talk yeah, yeah. the one and only best organiz- best uh, TO organization I've ever seen.
1: Just going to plug this right now Penhalo for MCC Pro League or Pro Series. Hashtag.
0: Yep. Heard I mean, it here first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you actually heard it on our Twitter first. Yeah. Jake, Jake straight up posted that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I, I blew the door open on
1: that one. <laughs> Listen, guys, make it happen. If if enough people annoy Tashi, it will happen eventually.
2: And so we have nothing. We have nothing but love for three for three no. and, and everything they do. But I do have it's a just, question. I think I think guys. face is really bad at, at doing that? what they're doing.
0: So, have you guys applied for grassroots? Yes,
2: yeah. we applied literally
1: over a year ago, <laughs> twice. Yeah. So I see
0: nobody else doing as many tournaments. <laughs>
1: well, I mean I mean GT Halo does probably
2: more and that might be so, a little bit. I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into this, but I, I could talk loosely on it.
1: Yeah.
2: Um so no like, we we've applied twice. We've had lengthy discussions with Divian. Um, and I'm not sure if like he wants us talking about it, but um
0: well, this is my uh, podcast, so I'm gonna ask yeah. the shaky questions.
2: Yeah, so I'm not gonna jump into details about like what the framework of, of the program looks like or anything, but um, really, what it came down to is having a um, roadmap that they that they like that they feel confident in, and. That's why we moved towards that, you know, announcing the whole fucking year at the start of 2020, yeah. <laughs> and then it fell apart with, yep. <laughs> with COVID. But um, yeah, you know, that that was really the reason we we started pushing a streamlined um roadmap like that. Yeah. And then as we've been trying to get our you know our footing back, you know, post COVID, um. We've been reaching out, you know, here and there, just letting them know what we're doing, um, and just really hasn't seemed to to go anywhere. Like sometimes we'll, we'll move towards like getting on a call, but um, and then either the call doesn't happen or it happens and then it gets shot down or yeah yeah you know. I, I don't think they're as confident in us as we are in ourselves. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's that's gonna happen, and I
1: think. I'm not entirely sure why, and I'd wish like that they would just straight up tell us like what it is that they want. Um, I think one thing that you and I have been doing to streamline our general processes and as far as what we do, regardless of what they want or what they're doing, I think is going to help us both in the short term and the long run. And Absolutely. as far as knowing and understanding where each other are, how to run a tournament properly and efficiently. And I think that will help for Halo 3, Halo 4 if the game transitions to that, Halo 5 if we transition back to that for some reason to coming on the PC, and Halo Infinite, and any other games that we decide to get into. Because to be honest, we're probably not going to stop at just Halo. We're probably going to, especially if we can grow this thing, we're probably going to keep doing events in Smash and COD and Gears
2: and whatever the hell else we can. I've, I, I'm not sure if I brought this up to you, but I've really been wanting to do a... Um, uh, two v two Nashers tournament for gears. That'd be let's do a it. lot of fun. Literally, let's
1: fucking do it. I don't care. We can even run it through the pen halo name. I don't care. Screw it. Who cares?
2: I see let's run it through. Let's run it through, under AMG. You think?
0: Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Why not? I like it. See, see, things are being made. <laughs> Juices are flowing. So another thing, I had... I, I got a lot of questions about grassroots for some. You're good. Like I know nothing about them. Or like, as far as benefits would be. Other than like, you know, because I know before in LAN they would, I guess, lend you consoles, right? If you were in a grassroots program. Not mm. necessarily.
1: What they'd more be willing to give would be things like um, Game Pass codes and <laughs> potential things to give what? away on stream, like um, nameplates and stuff like that. Um,
0: yeah, cons- cons- consoles p- tend to be that, reserved that for like, like larger deals. S- yeah. I was going to say, that sounds like just content creators, not TOs.
1: It's the same thing. They consider the grassroots program to be... Marketing and as such, they're not going to go spend money on giving consoles to anyone. Um, Which is, to be honest, it's fine. We don't, we don't generally need it, especially not right now during a you know COVID <laughs> world. Know,
0: it just um, makes me upset that they made it seem more supportive than it actually was.
1: And like, and maybe, maybe if like you're you're continuing, you're growing, and you're growing, they might eventually do that. But I think, especially at the start, and especially with you know as many people that have popped up, and as far as grassroots, because you have what you have. you have Blue Nation you have GT Halo you have Calgary you have us you have uh, Beachland you have uh, Esports Arena you have uh, Europa Halo am I missing any?
2: SWAT Nation Yeah, Yeah, uh, I I, I think you covered them all and then you got kind of like the pseudo grassroots which you know would be like uh, uh, Blue Team TO and, and us yeah who are like we consider ourselves Halo. grassroots,
1: yeah, and we consider ourselves grassroots because you know we we truly are. We literally came up through the Microsoft Store, doing events with them, founded Penhalo, Halo, partnered with Philly Esports, and like we're kind of trying to grow our stuff into into this this grassroots community based tr- tournament organizer. And it's not Man. even
2: like good. I've been using the term grassroots to describe what we do since before, yeah. Three four three used it. So. They stole it. They stole it from Jake. You heard yeah, it here yeah, first.
0: Probably not first. He's probably mentioned it before. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah.
2: Like, I, if you look up Team Asylum, my old team, I believe it says a grassroots organ, a grassroots esports organization established in 2008. In the bio, yeah, I believe you're correct.
0: Wow got jacked by 343. (laughs) (laughs) They saw that. They're like, that sounds nice.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's possible that just just the coincidence. It's also possible that they totally stole it.
0: Oh, man.
1: I'm going to go the conspiracy route and say they totally stole it.
0: Because I had never heard of it before that. Other than reading your bio, of course, which I was already subscribed. Bernie Sanders
1: (laughs) also stole it from you.
2: I thought we weren't going into politics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We're not. That's completely
1: different. Listen, I can say. Listen, I love Bernie Sanders personally. I'm a Bernie boy. So, um, shout out to my boy, my homie. Anyways,
0: I want to play poker with
1: him. I would. I would love to play poker like with that him. Would be That'd hilarious. be amazing. That'd be super amazing. Just, just give me all
0: his chips here, <laughs> here. <laughs> everyone needs to have an equal number of chips yeah. here you go. Here. is this how we're dividing them guys really? <laughs> oh, but I came I in it. with this no, no <laughs> uh,
1: anyways, we'll the chip back on topic before we go down that road
0: <laughs> uh, I, game of poker ever. sorry I, I you're
1: good i think I think I think we've done a good job of of getting the Community, specifically the local community involved in what we do and understanding us. Um, I think we've kind of, especially over the last like three months or so, grown our name to a point where we're known not even just locally, but probably, you know, throughout the Halo esports community. Um, I think the next thing is we need to do is start ramping up.
2: You agree, Jake? Yeah, I I, I tend to agree. Um, I, I think. There's still room for us to grow in terms of exposure to uh, oh yeah the national scene always um and, and namely I, I'm just really speaking to like the pro players and stuff because mm-hmm. um, I believe Ace just learned of us with the draft tournament uh gunshot I believe just learned of us with the grass tournament grass uh, the draft tournament um so like I I think there is still room to grow there I agree um but. I do agree that like we're getting to the point where like <clears throat> we've got the the reach. Like I mean, we we can put up a tweet and it'll have you know over 500 impressions within 3 hours. I mean, the, <clears throat> the
1: ones you did the other day had like almost 3 or 4k. So
2: um wow.
0: uh, yeah, a- a- and our last uh you guys have only been operating for a year. A uh, um, little roughly. over, little yeah, over about half, a year over. and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's definitely a very active account. It brings in a lot of um, like it, it. It's only like what, like 800 followers or something. But it's a very active 800 followers. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everyone is. It's uh, pretty there's much no there.
0: you know the eastern. Halo community. The, I mean, it's more than the
2: Eastern Halo
1: community, to be honest. Like, I know, but at least, <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> I assume
0: everyone that's that's you know doing anything in Halo is following.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, we have not everyone, but like a lot of people. And I think I agree. I think we can probably do more to break into the pro scene. Um, I think part of that has to come from us and getting sponsorships to be able to write raise prize pool to the level where they're going to want to sign up. Um,
0: yeah, and that's the hardest part, right? Is the yeah. The prize money, you know, make. I think,
1: I think if we do a four v four in November, I think you'll see a lot of pro teams sign up for that. So, hey Jake, you want to you want you want to you want to announce it here? Not necessarily what what day we're doing it, but you want to do a four v four in November. Not draft. draft. Not draft.
2: Not draft. We're not draft. It up? I mean, we
1: can do the draft as well. Like, I don't care, dude. Fuck it. We uh, need to start. We need to start doing two to a month at the very well, least.
2: Let's let's talk about this off stream. We'll talk about. Uh,
1: damn! I tried baiting them. I tried baiting them, guys. I'm sorry, I tried.
0: Well, I'm calling it here. You can you can put it on the EV Pulsar name. It's going to be a forty four November from Penn Halo. There will be a
2: forty four. I'm not I'm, confirming or graphics if it's going to be a draft tournament.
0: <laughs> I think we should do both.
2: <laughs> we'll Dang. see. We'll see.
1: Ramp it up. Ramp it up. Mm, Come yeah. on, man. like keep it coming.
2: All right. I, I did kind of want to dive into this, so, so we we'll talk a little bit about it. Like, so okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question: How much
1: work goes into organizing an event? Not land <laughs> online.
2: Let's just on, online. online first. Yeah, just online. All right, just online. So, first, we have to. I mean, before we even start planning what we're going to do, we have to figure out a date that's not going to conflict with any of the other TOs in the community. Uh, The other nine TOs that I mentioned previously. Yeah. So before we can even (laughs) plan out what we're going to do, we got to make sure we're not stepping on anybody's toes. We got to make sure. Including HCS,
1: because I didn't include them in that because they run the Pro League stuff. And if we try to run an event on the day Pro League's happening, we will get zero signups.
2: Correct. Um, so, you know, the first step is going to Noob Combo and going through, um, you know, their huge directory shout out to noob of combo. events. Love them. Yeah. They're incredible. Um,
1: Both promoting, displaying, helping. Like, they're, I love Noob Combo. You guys are amazing. If you listen to this, God bless you.
2: <clears throat> yeah. And they reach out to clarify details and whoever won, you know, they're incredible. Um, but, you know, the first step is obviously going through and making sure we're not stepping on anybody's toes. Um if you were following the last draft tournament, unfortunately, we scheduled the same day as the uh, free-for-all for uh, Blue Team TO. Um, it just happened so happened to be that we were both planning it. They announced first, we announced the next day. We didn't really have the flexibility to shuffle off of it and they moved the week out. So, he was um, shout-out to them as well. Yeah, they're, they're super flexible. I love Bobetta Feta. He's great. Um, super great. I heard nothing but Good things about that free for all tournament. Um, community seems pretty hyped to see it, definitely. So, um, and potential collab happening, yeah, potential,
1: yeah, um, it's not guaranteed, it's potential,
2: yeah. I mean, there's, there's always, you know, the door's always open to collaborate with people in the community as well. Um, but so you get a date, yeah. So, yeah.
0: I you can get sift through all that.
2: I mean, we're gonna sift through it, and
1: what we do is we look at our schedule other TO schedules um and try and plan accordingly based off of that um the, the hard part is you have two days of the week to really work with saturday and sunday saturdays are normally reserved for um hcs stuff and the other thing that you have to consider is what days of the week are generally better for the people depending on the game that you're doing yeah. so like halo 3 seems to be a sunday day Saturday can be a Halo 3 day, although normally seems to be like an H5 day. It just it just it works out that way.
0: That seems so um, interesting to me. It, it really
1: is. I, I think it has to do with the the group of people that are playing it and the types of things that they're into and doing outside of Halo, I think dictate what they can and can't do.
2: It's also kind of work to have the Halo 3 events on Sunday because the Pro League did run on Saturdays. True. Otherwise, we probably would have scheduled for Saturdays. Potentially. Um, so you know, once we got that locked in, we got to see what other events are happening. So like, not only, you know, when are they happening, but what are they doing? Because if there's another draft tournament, nobody's going to sign up for our shit, you know. Yeah, they're going to be going after you know the already announced draft tournament, or you know, so. <clears throat> Usually we'll go through and check with the other TOs to see you know, if there's you know the same format of event that we're doing um, in and around the same time we're doing it. Yep. Um, so then we have to come up with a pay scale that works based on signups. And this is where it gets risky because we're hiring casters um, and we want to take care of you know the people that we hire. Um, I mean,
0: right,
2: right. I don't want to dive into money, but we, we, we try to, you know, make sure that everyone's getting paid their worth, um, you know, from graphic artists to casters to, yeah. I, was, you know, I mean, I was going to say,
0: you could talk about that. Yeah. I mean, as far as like graphics go, I know you guys paid me a few times for doing yeah. graphics work for you guys, which I appreciate always. We try.
2: And, and we appreciate everything you do, and that's why we, Definitely. you know, that's why we're we're willing to pay for it, and you know, we're, we're trying to change the culture of, you know, free work in the community. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and that that stuff's not like it's not like twenty bucks, guys.
1: It's it's in the hundreds. Yeah. So like, and that's money that like, if possible, to be funded from community or from signups, awesome. But. No matter what, if if it doesn't, if we only break even, or even if we don't break even,
0: that's money that we're pocket. we're paying. Yeah. It comes out of yeah. pocket.
1: And so. the other thing is we also guarantee five hundred dollars min prize pool, whether we get two teams or twenty teams or two hundred teams. It's a minimum five hundred. So like we're not we're not we're not really making money on most of these, if any of these. I think I think we finally one of them we have, I think. If yeah, and that made like forty bucks,
2: and, and really that just kind of well the last the last one probably had a larger profit margin than that, but that kind of offset the previous one that we did. Yeah, um, but the the format that we've come up with in terms of <clears throat> entries to pri- uh, entries surprising, I think has been supremely beneficial in um, balancing it out so that you know we are seeing these increases is in surprising um, and it's a little bit less risky for you know people who are just pouring you know their own money into it and you know um, building the framework of it um, for absolutely n- no income um, <clears throat> but I would say like the 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 pricing structure is our single biggest risk. Would you agree, Steve? Hundred percent. And I think
1: like, and like so so, we want to raise prize pool as much as we want. Like we, if we, if we could, we would do a five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand dollar tournament for you guys. But we, we don't have that money individually, and we cannot get enough signups to be able to do that. Um. I mean, we've had some larger ones of the lands. I mean, I think uh, what was the the Winterland?
2: Wasn't that like eleven hundred dollars or thirteen hundred dollars or something like that? Um, I think the Autumn Assault and the Winterland both sat at around a thousand dollars. Yeah, the Summer Slayer was like
1: twelve something. But yeah. So like like the, the lands seem to pull more, and that's just because they're lands, right? Like they're they're more fun, they're more entertaining. Um, for these online events, we're trying to keep it. Keep price pool high enough that you guys want to sign up, and and you know, low enough so that we don't take a massive amount of you know negative if for some reason we don't get enough signups, right? Yeah. So like that's that's kind of why we why we start at five hundred, but like we also want to grow. I mean, we had we raised our first draft to what seven hundred or nine hundred, <laughs> which I mean bit us in the ass, but like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we still did it. The the funny thing about that was. We're going over numbers and we are in the um the sound check in the morning. And I'm like, man, we did good. I'm going to toss an extra two hundred dollars of my own cash into the prize pool. We're gonna raise it from seven hundred to nine hundred. Yep. And then literally like twenty minutes later, everything fell apart and like ten apart. people wanted refunds. Yep. So then that's oh, no. an extra like 150 bucks. So I yep. just got wrecked. So now we're at negative <laughs> <laughs> 350. bucks out of the prize pool.
1: And we didn't lower, lower prize lower pool. We kept it at 900 no. because we promised that we'd pay 900. So that's what happens. Um <laughs> But I mean, one we learned that if Jake gets really excited on the day of the event, we're not (laughs) raising prize pool just because he's throwing two hundred dollars (laughs) into it.
0: If anything, do it after the tournament.
1: (laughs) I mean, realistically, like what we what we're doing is like we we're we're, we have a a scale both for two v twos and four v fours that I think we've found that works both for low cost for players and enough income to offset our costs. Um. If we get more signups, then we do start to make money, um, but it's
2: not a lot. And like, mind you, the for each tier when we increase it, like there is still a shot of, you know, not breaking even on production. Actually, I changed that. Oh, you did change now. that. Yeah, I, the, the, the most recent, the last draft
1: tournament, so I changed it, that. Said like so like, safe shit. No. Yeah, no matter now. It's pretty much as soon as we hit break even, there's almost unless we have to do refunds. Or we decide to throw two hundred dollars of our own money into it again, <laughs> Jake. Um, <laughs> Where we're, we're gonna we'll make at least twenty bucks. <laughs> split, split two ways. It's ten dollars each. Let's go. <laughs>
0: and um, <laughs> that actually that actually brings me to my next question. Hmm. What's that? Why?
1: Why do we do? Why it? do you guys do? Because it? we love it. We love this community. This community is amazing. I mean... The Halo community is fucking amazing.
2: So, to give you my background, I grew up going, you know, playing on GB uh, a lot. Um, I was staff on GB. I used to go to NG Halo events all the time. And that was, like, my escape. Like, when life was, like, cripplingly hard... Um, you know, I, I I would look forward as a teenager to, you know, going to New Jersey for the weekend, sleeping at my buddy's Dan's house, and going and getting my shit spanked <laughs> at NJ Halo. <laughs> Shout out to Giombra, love that dude. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, and then in 2010, um, my doubles partner uh, for those events and for online and my best friend in real life passed away. And he was sort of like my, like kind of like the dynamic that me and vicious have, um, Steve, mm-hmm. like S- vicious for those of you who don't know him. Um, he- he's an older guy. Like he's not like super old. He's like, what? Like about 30, a little, <laughs> around there. Yeah, a few years older than me uh definitely a better player than i am yep no um yet. he calls me on my shit he does he calls me on my shit too yeah and that's sort of like how eric was he kind of like mentored my gameplay he, he'd call me when i'm call me out when i'm wrong and you know i love this because uh, he's like why are you doing that dog shit play don't do that do this yeah <laughs> um and, and he'd push me to you know be a smarter player um so Basically, when we started going to the Microsoft Store events, you know, it it was kind of my goal to take, you know, this asylum team that I started with Eric and um, try to build out the scene for, you know, the next 14 year old to, you know, have people to look up to and to learn from and grow from. and that's sort of how we connected with Carmea and... Ashley. Yeah. And, them. Um, and then, you know, just seeing what GT Halo was doing and and what, um, you know, what NJ Halo was, we kind of combined the two concepts, um, took the best of both worlds, and, and have been trying to run with it and, you know, trying to create a sustainable scene so that, you know, the next batch of players have, you know the framework there for them
0: yeah
1: I mean I can't say really any better like legitimately it comes down to
0: passion passion
1: yeah like truly truly passion we we thrive and breathe and love Halo I will always thrive and breathe and love Halo I mean I I've been playing Halo since literally day one launch of Halo on PC like that's that's literally like the shit that I did so
0: um wow can't yeah,
2: not like, how old Halo is, in my yeah. head. The um the single biggest struggle with the Microsoft store tournaments was that there wasn't a cash prize. Yep. And we kept hearing over and over again, oh, you know, I wish there'd be a cash prize, I wish there'd be a cash prize. And that's sort of where we kind of took it up and we're like, yo, we're gonna work on this. We're gonna we're we're gonna do this for you guys. We're gonna do this for you guys. We kept promising it, promising it, promising it. I got sent down to the south, south southwest south by southwest for the invitational. Um, and I came back. And I'm like, "Yo, we're gonna do this."
1: In fact, you didn't even come back. While you were down there, you texted me. You said, "We're doing this." And then when you got back, we we formalized a plan and then set off to do the Summer Slayer.
2: Yeah, and we weren't sure if we we're gonna keep doing stuff after that. To be honest yeah, with you, like we really that, weren't. That, that was a one off. Um, <laughs> but I remember looking to you in the finals and we we're like, "This is fucking incredible." Like, yeah. this might be the best thing I've done. Even career rise, even with all of the problems that arise behind the
1: scenes, which a lot of people don't necessarily know about, um, that was still one of the most fun things that I've ever done as well.
2: <laughs> there was so much money involved in that. Oh, God. There was, and way we, to, yeah. we lost like four grand. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, legitimately,
1: I think, like, yeah, I think you and I probably lost like, yeah, like two, 000, three thousand dollars for the Summer Slayer. We, we put
2: so much money into it and saw none of the return on it. None. Literally zero. L- uh, literally. The space was a thousand dollars. Yep. The tournament, the prize pool was a thousand dollars, of which yep. we put eight hundred dollars into. Yep. Out of pocket. And we also did Then didn't we have to cover the the extra cost? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we paid the five hundred dollars extra for running into overtime.
0: Was that the one that I I did the graphics for? And then I yeah. yeah the, the first put that one shit back yep. in. Yeah. There
2: was a four thousand dollar sponsorship from the U.S. Army. Yeah, we saw none of that money.
1: What? None of that. I, I have no so, idea where it went to. So not to throw any names under the bus, but the person that we worked with, um, he kind of helped dealt with all the money side of it. So we gave him money for a prize pool and some other stuff. And <laughs> then, um, yeah, all of the sponsorships that came through. So U.S. Army was one of them. Wasn't there another one? Uh. Yeah, it was like some game thing.
2: I think they yeah. came in for free
1: though. Oh, it was yeah, that was the that was like the VR thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they came in for free, right? And then he had like a booth there set up with like merch and stuff that he was selling like sodas and snacks and everything else like that. Um I don't know how much money he brought in through that, but we saw none of that. We saw none of the sponsorship money. We saw nothing. Like literally we we threw money at this and got nothing in return. We Can paid I for a, a little bit of shade? No. No because no, of, not, because I be, I, won't, I won't name drop.
2: Uh, sure. Uh, if you're not going to name drop then it's perfectly fine. Okay. I can tell you exactly where the money went. Let yeah. me get my umbrella. It went to all those Xboxes and fucking monitors that he popped up with the next month.
1: You're 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? Wow. Happy for him. Legitimately happy for him. He's off doing his own thing.
2: No. he wanted working. us He wanted us to rent them then. he wanted us to pay to rent them. Um that was like that like that, especially
1: when uh, he told us that I think that was like what soured the relationship between us, at least between me and him. It was like, really, dude, like we helped make this thing a successful event. And he definitely helped. Like he definitely contributed with the sponsorships and the venue and like not trying to diminish what he did. Definitely, definitely, definitely helped um make it a realization of a thing. Because I don't think you and I could have as quickly done it on our own. We definitely no, could have no, done absolutely. it, but not as quickly.
0: That would have be away, was it?
1: No, um, we're not going to no. say the name of what it was cause that be throwing shade, but yes, that was not a pen halo event. Yeah. Um, f- before that and knew, right? well, well, we, we, we actually had the name pen halo before that. Right. Yeah. And we just ended up not, well, he, he wanted his name on it and we were like, all right, fine. We didn't fight for it. It's cool. Um, but after that is when we were like, all right, we're never not having our name attached to the, to the main thing of the event. The only time that we'll do that is for like a Microsoft event or something like that. Yeah, I
0: mean, clout because, is almost more valuable than. True,
1: but, but then that's kind of what we've we've also learned is like the the largest thing, especially in this space, like yeah, you could turn this into a business and making money or. You could grow and you could get the trust of the community. And once you get the trust of the community, you can pretty much guarantee that you're gonna get the number of signups that you need, the number of people that you need for your tournaments, and then continue to grow from there. So you have a good foundation and then you build on top of it instead of trying to build from nothing. So like that's kind of what we worked on for the last about year. And I think we're I think we're at a good spot. I think we're I think the future is bright and the past is is also bright, but also a little murky. And I think we're gonna kinda try and fix that murkiness going forward. Absolutely,
2: um, I'd like to add to that and say yeah. that you know, um, I I think we've had a good, a very good core group of players that come out to our events and mm-hmm. swear by
0: our events. I was gonna say like, yeah, should have some consistency by now as far as like yeah. the usual people that sign up.
2: We do. Yeah, I mean we could basically anticipate that people like uh Queen Jeff Sayo. Employee. Um employee But um, uh he he's kinda new to our to our events. I, like, I still think he's gonna sign up for every event from here on out, to be honest. I agree, I agree. Uh most dope, uh, Phenom Cranking, Phoenix, uh Nick Cologne. Cologne, yep. You know like we we've definitely sort of established our community and the people that are going to constantly be at our events. Um yeah, shout outs to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, w- without them obviously we wouldn't be able to be doing what we're doing um at the scale that we're doing at. And I I'm really glad like we've had the opportunity to kind of work out the kinks uh during covid so that once Infinite comes out it's just going to be
0: yeah, I was yeah. gonna say every event you guys do seems to be smoother and smoother. At least by a little bit.
2: I mean that's it's, that's kind of
1: that's really been our focus over the last like three four months is just kind of streamlining our processes and getting yeah. it to the point where like Jake and I can literally roll from one to the other to the other to the other without having to not 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 necessarily do a lot of work but pretty much work smarter not harder. Right, yeah, you yeah. got systems
0: in place yeah. that you know you just plug and play almost.
1: Pretty much, and we're 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 building more of those systems. I'm working on a thing for our website to streamline the process of of being able to sign up and check bracket and see who you're playing and those types of things. It's going to take time,
2: but we're working on those types of things. Um, yeah, and I just kind of want to dial it back to the original question again. Um, you know, like what goes into you know, yeah, setting these things up. Um, so. I knew you said online, but I think LAN is a huge yes, part. of I, that, that was the thing a I wanted to get
1: back to. Is is, is is that was going to be a follow up question? Is let's, let's get into it now. What goes into
2: a LAN event? <laughs>
0: uh, uh, it's a loaded so, question. <laughs>
2: it's, we have it's more, more than a loaded question. <laughs> we have several meetings with different venues. Now we we're partnered with Gamers Heaven in Phoenixville. They're incredible. The amount of um, what's the word I'm looking for support love support love uh uh, drive passion drive drive and passion yeah we'll say that drive and passion they have is absolutely off the charts um you'll hear talk about say it all the time but like they straight up during a break at the broadcast started moving ceiling tiles to put fans in the ceiling because it was too hot in the casters booth like Name one other venue that'll do that for you. Literally, the, this n- dude was on two, a ladder. The, the two nights before the LAN event, the owner
1: and co-owner of Gamers Heaven were up with us splicing uh, network cables to rerun all of the network cables and lands for the, the the Winter LAN because we wanted to make sure that the bandwidth for the for the thing wasn't causing an issue. The owner, but, the owner of the venue, was splicing
2: network cables.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: But like. Yeah, so I mean, the first the first step when when setting is you know meeting and you know obviously the same steps as an online tournament you know determining a date, make sure it doesn't fl- conflict with anything, and then yeah, <laughs> sometimes and it can, will can conflict with anything <laughs> with them and also anyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as we saw with the Adam Salt, you know, it's will that go was ahead not and our fault stuff. Though. That was not our fault. And it almost happened again on the Winterland too. <laughs>
1: it almost happened on the Winterland. Luckily they huge shout out to Tashi
2: for that one for pushing whatever it was that they pushed. Didn't they push it like a week or something? Uh they moved it like two days out. Yeah. So like they, they moved it from like a Saturday to a Monday to make yeah. sure that we weren't getting stamped out. Yeah. Huge, uh, huge, huge shout out to them for that. Um Yeah, Tashi saved us. <laughs>
1: Tashi saved us on the on the Winterland or else we would have gotten like zero sign ups and wasted um
2: a lot of money. Thousands. Yeah. Um and then every time we do an event, we've got to, you know format the land center to meet the needs of you know the amount of people, uh, the production of what we want to do um, So usually that involves you know beefing up equipment, so you know dropping money on uh, components for streaming or pcs um Rewiring everything, moving stuff around—you know—as we saw with the autumn assault, we uh, we had built a main stage. Um, it wasn't really a stage, but it was like a like a main station. Um, and then we had to move that for the uh, for the winter land to the other side. Which, I mean, anybody that does networking for anything knows that shuffling that amount of equipment around a lot of work yeah. um so in addition to that i mean to be honest with you the pre- the pay scale that we have for LAN events isn't necessarily sustainable oh no not yet right now i mean eventually we might be able to get there once we have all of the we'll, equipment we'll, we'll start getting it. more signups for sure yeah. well, um it's much more but, expensive right yes yeah because i mean you've got a venue fee you've got a you know, additionally, you got to pay casters. I mean, we we fly in tugboat. Well, it's not just pay casters. You have to pay
1: to fly them there, and you have to pay to house them there, yeah. and you have to pay to, to actually have for their work. So it it adds on top. And don't get me wrong, we we love still doing all of that. Like part Absolutely. of our motto is we want to create this into not just an ecosystem where. The players get paid, I and mean, the casters get paid, and we get paid. We want to create a, a system that kind of generates revenue for the entire Halo scene. Any part of it that you're in, whether it be a venue space, whether it be a tournament organizer, whether it be a mm-hmm. player, whether you be a caster, whatever. We want to create a, an ecosystem that can generate money. That works for, for you. that, yeah.
2: Um, and <clears throat> you know, so. There's a a lot of costs to go into it, Um, and at the end of the day, you know, Steve and I are just—I mean, Steve makes a little bit more money than I do, but he's—you know—we're both working-class level people. Um, It's not like we've got investors. It's not like we've got outside funding. um, You know, when we're not hitting the goals on you know signups, we're—you know—we're funding that ourselves. So I was working too. I was working two full time jobs.
1: You're working three full time jobs because you have a kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) what my schedule was looking like was eight to five day job. job. Come home for an hour or two, see my son, go out, work all night. Till like four in the morning. Till like four in the morning, come back, get, you know, take a two hour power nap. Yep. and, And then get back at it. Yep
1: day in and day out and that was that was a normal day that wasn't a, a, yep. a, a, a an event day that yeah. wasn't like the week leading up to an event this dude this dude is a freaking monster when it comes to the leading up to an event legitimately for like a week <laughs> and a half two weeks straight dude does not sleep he's out there either ubering he's out there either generating money so that we can pay pay people he's out there doing like stuff so we can buy equipment or 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 he's actually helping set up the equipment and move it and do all this stuff like dude is a freaking monster when it comes to LAN events and uh, legit huge shout out to you man
2: I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the the week of the events, I mean, we don't really sleep. We literally um, don't sleep.
0: Yeah, you guys <laughs>
2: well, are insane. Like he was saying, you know, uh, it was like we were crimping wires and running wires until, like six I mean, in the morning winterland
1: literally like I want to say what four days before we ended up switching our our system from being an HDMI system to a <laughs> network cable over like HDMI to network to network to HDMI back to our our capture card like literally that's the type of shit that we do for our events because we're trying to not only create this in-game in-house ecosystem we're also trying to create an online content experience that we can then market and use for Promotional period and purposes to grow and get more people involved, which yeah. then generates more money, which then generates more hype, which then generates etc. 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 You
2: see how it snowballs. And I, I I love how all of this translates into creating a platform for players to, yep. you know, grow from. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that's that's you, our main focus. To
0: so at the end game. I mean, it's, it's about the community, right? Yep, give them yeah. a, a platform to play. You know, one of their favorite games.
2: Yep, absolutely. And. and I think there's a lot of players that have benefited from our events. I mean, Carmea being probably one of the most notable of them. I mean, Torlava. Uh, he has not attended one of our actual events. No, but, but like like he, Microsoft Store event.
1: Like, I think part of the fact that like we were helping run those and it went so well. And I mean, if if you remember, like we talked to them afterwards, and we were yeah. like, "Keep at it, guys. You guys, you guys did amazing."
2: And they they did. And then a year yeah, they later, they got a top eight at DreamHack. Yeah. Um. Who else? I, I feel like the like the whole the whole crew kind of, you know, benefits from it because I mean world famous. You know, yeah, yeah, world famous with the the Invitational. Um, yeah, Javi. Yeah, I mean Javi came back to came back to Halo through Pan Halo. Yep, and then um, you know. I feel like these lands provide a great opportunity for, you know, higher tier players. You got your, um, your Demon Dees, you got your Scarvanes, you got your, um, and and I'm not going to touch on the community stuff, you know, related to them. There's a lot of controversy. Um, but like the, the, the fact that, that we have players of that caliber coming to the events and teaming with people that may not have the exposure that they do, um, the people that don't stream as much, the people like uh, employee, the people like um, you know Javi at the time, um, the people like, I mean Jen streams copious like copious amounts, but I mean most dope, Phenom. Uh, you know, they they, they don't have the, the the platform that some of these larger players have that do come in and and team with them. You know, the King Knicks, the the Gilkeys. You know, they they. I feel like having them come in, and you know, they're in a very much big fish small pond setting.
0: It's a giant networking uh, <laughs> event, pretty much oh yeah, for yeah for amateur players, you know. Yeah. That yeah. that's melting is, pot of is all what's the... been
1: in my opinion that's kind of what's been missing in Halo for the last 5 plus years, 6 plus years. Um is it's become those, kind of elitist? Well, it's become very elitist and like it's no it's no 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 fault to necessarily the players. Um I think I think and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at 343. Three. I understand why they'd went, they went the went with the pro league, and I thought pro league was cool. I thought it was a great mm-hmm. idea, and I think they need to continue to do that. But I think that they lacked the focus and emphasis on highlighting, promoting, and bringing up amateur tier players in such a way where it actually benefits the amateur tier players. Um, I mean, as of recently, in the last like two years, they've done a little bit better with like St. Louis and some of the open events that they've mm-hmm. done, but like. Closing off a lot of the events and having just pro league and no open events whatsoever for how many years did they do that for like two, three years was, I think, really
2: stifling to the Halo community as a whole. And And, I, uh, good, I I also feel like when you have, you know, pro players that are, you know, winning events, like Gilkey just won his first event, um, about a year year ago, AC, yeah, yeah, um, and he steps off that stage and walks into. You Know a pen halo event, it kind of reminds you that you know these players are not out of reach. Yep, there, there's a path to pro. I mean, every you, you can get there, everybody can foreshot everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, unless you're me and my connection.
2: That's fair. <laughs> um, but no. Nah, I I think there's definitely a lot on the horizon for what we're doing. And, um, you know, I'm proud of the work that we do. And it may not always be uh, gratuitous, but it's definitely rewarding in in seeing the finished product. Agreed. Um, And believe me,
0: it's appreciated.
2: I mean, that's, that's,
1: that's that's what I've gotten a lot in the last like couple of months is a lot of people stepping up and being like, thank you very much for doing this. And like, we, we, we love doing it and like, please keep doing that because like, there are definitely days, I mean, at the end of the first draft where like, we are ready to throw in the towel just because it seems like, especially even when events run as smoothly as our last draft, there's things that happen that seem like you can't please everybody, you know, and it, 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 sucks. I mean, our goal is to try and please everybody, um, but there are definitely moments where it definitely feels like we're, we're drowning and we, we definitely need the praise. So Please, please, please don't stop that. But <laughs> at the same time, we, we do this because we love it. And even if we say we're probably not going to do another one, we're probably going to do another
0: one. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess if you want to announce oh, yeah. another uh, one.
1: All <laughs> oh, you drink. Uh, are we? Uh, the, the, the one we already have announced.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so on October 25th, we will be hosting the 2v2 Autumn Assault. Uh, this is a play on our land from last year. Significantly less prize pool, but it's significantly less to sign up. Uh, it's going to be $15 per player. That's $30 bucks per team. Uh, it's going to be a double elimination bracket starting at 1 p.m. It will be casted at twitch.tv slash penhalo. Um
1: prize pool does scale though with more signups so please tell all of your friends get everyone to sign up and uh without with very little uh not very little but with not too many signups we can get that uh that prize pool up to 500 plus dollars so
2: yeah um is there anything we're missing
1: no i think that's about it um i think the only thing that we have left to do pulsar is the uh streamer spotlight so do you have somebody picked out you want to want to shout out
0: Yeah, but first, I want to apologize to everybody that was looking forward to my shower thoughts.
1: (sighs) I'm sad by this.
0: I'm not ashamed to say that I haven't showered in three days.
1: (laughs) You have an excuse, though. (laughs) You have an excuse, though.
0: Our plumbing is destroyed, So, and the the landowners are taking their sweet, sweet time. Let's just say I I have to go pee outside, okay? It's always fun. Yeah. It's it's rough out here, so. Also outside. We don't talk about this.
1: No, he goes to the woods. He goes to the woods and grabs a leaf. Luckily, we have a tree line in the backyard. There we go. There we go. Get a good compost pile going. You're good. Yeah.
0: It's, it's going to start smelling not, like Philly. I mean, I did it when I was in the Army, and that was in the middle of the desert. So Truth. it's nothing but a shovel See, and some dirt. <laughs> the difference is, like, you, do you have a shovel? Because
1: if you have a shovel, you it's exactly the same.
0: Yep, I got a shovel. You get that nice breeze cut cutting your uh, underside. There you go. But So I don't have any shower thoughts this uh, this week.
1: So fill it in with the streamer spotlight who do you who do you have?
0: So I'm gonna actually so a big shout out to Elamna elamite for uh hosting the the draft last time it happened one before that the one before that I think yo oh yeah it was the first one right yep. yep yep yeah that viewership was crazy so I wanted to shout him out Appreciate at twitch.tv backslash elamite e l a. M I T E, he's a uh, you know former pro Halo Three pro, so he doesn't need help from us. But you know, it's just a show. He's appreciated for you know watching the the draft. That you know, it pretty it got a lot of exposure for these guys. That you know, you just heard how hard they work. Definitely. <laughs> so that's just the streamer spotlight for the week.
2: And there we go. I think and that, I, uh good. I I do want to note that might, uh Single-handedly, <laughs> tripled our viewership. Yes, he did. So, shout day. out everybody. buddy! I remember how excited we all—we literally like, oh my freaking god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Dragonite still has not done a backflip.
1: Dragonite still has not done a
2: backflip, guys. So oh, I'm gonna make right, him do it, though. That
1: was supposed that was, to reach
0: yeah. above 250.
1: Oh, uh, it was viewers?
2: above 150. It was above, above
1: 150 viewers, and Dragonite was going to do a backflip, and he didn't. He still has. There you
0: go, Dragonite. I'm looking at you. We're
1: calling you out there, Dragonite. Calling you out. <laughs> Come on, man. Your name is
0: Grayson. You got this. You do got this, Grayson. <laughs> Come on, be be uh be Nightwing. You got this. And I think with that, that ends our uh, long, I think, two-hour podcast here <laughs> that we did. We hit two not hours? Sure how long. Uh, I have no
1: 77 idea. minutes and 33 seconds.
0: Uh, not not wow. two hours. Okay. But Sorry. that's it for this week. Uh, any last words, guys?
1: No. Um, thanks for listening and uh, appreciate it, everybody.
2: Yep. I'm going to go ahead and quote my man Gandhi and say, <laughs> we love you, but we don't love you. Thanks for tuning in.
0: (laughs) All right. My name is Evie Pulsar. I'll see you guys next time.